Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Anise, Justin, Jordan. tuning in um we're back outside talk about weather whiplash we were freezing yeah. winter relatively freezing yeah freezing. california california freezing. freezing and now it's 90, summertime 97 and, and <laughs> we're, we're freezing wilting. in the state we're of wilting yeah now we're wilting so um that's less than uh less than a week no it was like in two days it went a 40 degrees mostly the plants yeah so what does um what does that do for the garden i mean i know the people are now sick and people are complaining the, being sick the, the, yeah the summer the summer stuff loves it but the winter stuff not so much so starting to turn over all the spring veggies to summer veggies but then the uh, watering kicks in too so it's lots lots of watering yeah um, and like i said i noticed the plants were like <clears throat> vibrant and then within two days they were wilting and dried up so. flowers Fried uh, edible flowers. Right? Edible flowers. So the deadhead and turn over to the summer flower. So Roses and know? marigolds. Right now it's basil, eggplant, tomatoes, peppers, squash, beans. Um, so we've got to hurry up and do that. But it's supposed to cool down. Yes. Yeah, so now then it's going to do another 40 degree in two days. It's going to go for, for another 40 yeah, degrees and so. be high of 60. <laughs> six okay. or something. We'll figure that out. But. So okay. people are going to get sick. sick. People are already sick. Yeah. And, uh, Speaking of the weather, I went to weather.com and was checking out the forecast for the week and it said, headline on the front page, Doomsday Vault Fails. So That's all you seeds. <laughs> Doomsday Vault Fails scares you, you know. So read the article. They had stored, they had stored all uh, some... Generally, like all the seeds of the world are all the seeds of the world fought up in the Nordic area. Frozen in Tundra. a cave in, in Antarctica. I think it's like Nordic area, Nordic? Yeah. Is it Arctic? Yeah. And the problem was that due to climate change, the permafrost melted and water flooded, what have got water in the vault, but it didn't ruin anything. But that was the headline Doomsday Vault Fails. I was like, uh, it's supposed to be there to to protect us in doomsday, but then the permafrost melted. Melted. Got water in there, but it froze so again. Somebody forgot that one. Well, that was the worst <laughs> case scenario in case climate change. Well, doomsday is permafrost melting. <laughs> well, doomsday is climate change. Yeah. So it and wasn't. It, 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 so it, it failed against doomsday. Yeah. Well, it didn't ruin anything, but yeah. it didn't ruin anything. But it makes good it makes good headlines. Yeah. Yeah. They say they have to worry about it because that's if it gets any worse. They yeah, where are they going to find a cold place? Or well, it's know? cold, but mm-hmm. that means they have issues. That's the waterproofing. Yes. So, that was one interesting story, speaking of the weather. Climate so. change stuff. Yeah, and then I noticed the um, the beneficial border on the, the, what do you call it, parking strip is just full of blooms and attracting bees, Park, ladybugs. because of the rain. Yeah, because of the rain. And then bees, ladybugs, I'm seeing the, we saw baby praying mantises and then um, we used to have the entire parking strip butterflies in the same parkway yeah the parking way the we used to we only have a small section now we used to have it all the way in front of the house and then 
we did take it out during the five-year drought because it wasn't worth keeping at some point. So now it was mostly now it's mostly DG, but we kept it. So kept a little piece. Kept a little bit, and you know you kind of think about doing it back it looks depending good on now, how the weather. So. It looks great. Well, it's a beneficial flower border. It attracts all the beneficial. You bugs put some and, natives in there too. Yeah, and then this year we planted some natives from the Hahamunga native plant White nursery. Sage, coyote mint. Yeah, and and yeah. Um, oh, the apricot melon. What happened to that one? I saw it bloom and then I didn't see it after that. Did it, did you there? see? Yeah. It's probably interesting. Under. I have to go check Can it out. Can you take cuttings off the rest of them yet? Mm, probably. Because okay, I need some in the back. I've got all those pots to do. Mm-hmm. And then we got, what did we get in the mail? Um, something, we have a, like a like a the farmer's catalog or something. Because <laughs> I don't got anything to say right now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just throwing out, I'm lobbing it we to you. We can talk about the YouTube content. Yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We had a guest speaker that didn't appear. So now we're winging it. Now we're winging it. Oh. So then Gabriel's was postponed. Yes. And, and U2 the concert at the Rose Bowl. Saturday and Sunday. And some other friend of ours had a concert at Park. <laughs> that shall remain rocked. nameless. <laughs> it literally rocked. Yeah, it literally rocked. <laughs> yeah. You can. Yeah. And so, yeah, the U2 um, got to hear didn't get in, but we could hear it. We walked to our... Um, <laughs> Chris are not going to get in. Chris are not going to get in, because uh, yeah, cost, they were pretty pricey. So. Well, your Rose Bowl usually gives you like complimentary tickets to like UCLA games, but they were not going to give you complimentary tickets to YouTube. I think like, they sold the YouTube first one out, so they made another one. Yeah, sometimes they give you tickets every once in a while for the inconvenience of being a neighbor. Yeah, so we walked to our neighbors who was... We're close to that. We're about uh, half a mile from the Rose Bowl. As the crow flies, yeah, but the crow, a, yeah. a mile down the road, but... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Down then we the road, yeah. Then we walked. So we walked to our neighbors, who was a quarter mile across closer, the freeway. Who was across the freeway, and we could hear. We could hear the. I would say we heard the entire concert, except it was. You know. They opened the luminaires, open for them, and then. So that was fun. Right? <laughs> the videos look pretty impressive, though. Well, that's Oh, this is good music, and I couldn't believe it was 30 years. That's what's shocking. That's, that's what's shocking. So. <laughs> Somebody at the gate. Somebody at the gate. Okay, so okay, now so it's just, just me and Unis. Yeah. So what have you been doing? Oh, you have to start talking about the peaches. What do you right. Um, I'm going to make peach jam um, we this week. We got a week. lot of peach out this Oh, they're small? Yeah. Oh, and we'll probably want to make... But with the really small ones, we'll make. Uh, you made really good peach wine. Why don't yeah, you tell I, us I, about the peach wine? I, um, we had a bunch of volunteers, we call them the homestead, help us for a while, and they would help us, you know, get the fruit prep for jam, for jam, and then, but with the drought, we had these little tiny peaches, and by the time you peeled them and then took the pit out, it was like nothing left, and I remember walking in the backyard, and I found, like, these three girls crying in the backyard because they were peeling all these little peaches. Yes, I was like... She's they like, were giving me the evil eye. So she's like, okay, I can't have them do this anymore, <laughs> so what can you do with it? And... Again, I do medieval alcohol. I don't do it the way everybody says to do it. So one of the ways um, I did peach wine is I took all those small peaches and generally mashed them. Pits, skin and all, and fermented them that way. It began initial fermentation. And what it does from that is it, you know, because they get soft and they start bubbling it, it you know, it breaks up the peaches. You mash them as well as well as you can, and then you ferment it for about a week that way. And then you strain out the pith and the skin and the pits, and that made I think a really rich wine because of all the skin and the pits had all the you know that bacteria and sugar that made for amazing wine. Um, so I'll probably do that again with some of these small peaches. Um, I do have to get back into the winemaking because and the mead making got a little sidetracked for a while, and I have like. Uh, a large amount of gallons in the garage that I actually have to go check. You have to maintain or know what, you know, kind of know what you're doing. Uh, and um, it's not so much the winemaking that takes a lot of time, it's remembering what to do. And uh, the last couple months um, sidetracked me, and I'm, I'm going through the wines and seeing what happened. Because sometimes with all the commotion that goes around here, and I had moved them a couple times, some of the airlocks fell out. And if somebody didn't replace them, then the bacteria gets in and they turn to wine. I mean, they turn vinegar. to vinegar. So I've been going through the meads and getting a little bit, you know, 
tasting them and like, oh, that's vinegar on that. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> and then keep going. So, <laughs> and then bottle them from there. Yeah. So I'll probably do that now. again. I think Gabriel said he's bringing some apricots too, right? Yeah. You can make wine out of pretty much anything, yeah. which is awesome. But I don't make wine. Um, when the film crew was here, they were asking, you know, wine from grapes so and what this. Film crew was well, the French film crew when they were here for three days. Was it three days mm -hmm. last week? Mm -hmm. uh, we served them the rose wine, and I told him, I said, you know, it's 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 a young wine. It does need to age a little bit more. And his wife happened to be a. A vintner, uh, yeah, like a winemaker, and he was like, "Yes, it needs to be aged more." And I was like, "I know," <laughs> but he didn't. He said it was pretty good. Um, but they were asking about all these different wines, and I was—I just said I make wines out of waste product, out of the things that cannot be used. For instance, like oak leaf wine or the peaches that are tiny. And I made Horhound beer one time, a little small batch, and it was really good. So I won't be making wines out of like really nice stuff, like grapes. And things, it's mostly like the cast off stuff. That's that's why I call it kind of medieval. Yeah, nostalgian wine. And I'm feeling like I should do that again now that I have a little bit more space again, which mm -hmm. it takes a little bit more, you know, space and management than I did in the last year. And then, um, probably take, um, you want to handle the reader's question? Um, yeah, so from Denise, I think from. Northern California um, is wanting to, sounds like wanting to plant a vegetable garden and wants to know how to test the soil so so she can tell whether her soil needs fertilizer or not. Yeah, it's an inexpensive, almost instant kits available. Any, uh, most garden stores are online. And you could do that for a couple bucks and get an idea. Um, the other, other way to tell is what, how the plants are growing. They're yellow, they're purple, then you know some things are, nutrients are missing. Obviously, it's a little trial and error, but um, we could tell how the plant responds or doesn't respond if you wanted to try it that way. But otherwise, do, do the rapid test or whatever and get an idea what you have going on in your garden. Yeah. Okay, cool. So what you said, where you got I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. You tell where you can get rabbit tests? Oh, online. Online. Amazon. Okay. Oh my gosh, like a local, local mm -hmm. yeah. garden store, store supply. Mm -hmm. It's a standard stuff that tells you NPK or the alkalinity, soil alkalinity, acid, acidity, or alkalinity. So we did that once, well, many years ago, and it's been tweaking it ever since. Okay, and then we got some, we get yeah, like a farmer's thing in the mail. Justin has under his... Somewhere we um, on our farm stand Under his hand here. So. We get a vegetable grower's newsletter to Urban Homestead, Comfort Farm Stand. And some of it's, it's not all organic, so, but it's interesting articles. They have this um, advice for showcasing produce, have farm-to-table dinners, done that for four years so <laughs> we know all about that but did they have anything i didn't know yes they're gonna have drones gonna replace honeybees as the future colony which is kind of scary the world's honeybee population is deep declined so far scientists science has un been unable to reverse so they're looking for other alternatives so they're trying to do drones with the paintbrush Basically, to <laughs> pollinate each flower, which is <laughs> it's freaky. Yeah, Instead of saving of the bees and working to make it better, we're gonna yeah. just replace so them. So they're drums. actually Robo Bee was manufactured one of them. Um, next, they're building a hive for the bees to recharge their their power. <laughs> so another invention, Killbots, from Harvard researchers about artificial intelligence and stuff. So. It's quite scary. Uh, I know in some places in China they have to hand pollinate because it's so toxic. Uh, the apple trees, they do a paintbrush over each blossom to get apples. And I guess they're trying to, in case the bees die out, they're going to do drones. Yeah, that's not good. So 
they said on the when I do the farm to table with the kids, it's um I know Albert Einstein has that famous quote like well, when the you know if the last of the bees go we, we only have like yeah like, three years or whatever yeah for human so time because like, they said one out of every three bites but food is is directly related to to the bees that that needs a pollen you know that's a pollinator crop so without them pollinating then yeah, but I, think I think the only thing that doesn't need pollination through that is the wind it would yeah. be corn, corn and wheat yeah. what else yeah so but fruits nuts and and vegetables so, all rely well, on to get the seed they don't need yeah. need it but mm-hmm. to get the seeds but fruits do and so. nuts probably some more yeah. well, that's scary beeline to the future could robots replace honeybees that pollinate doesn't uh, make sense. Hope not. <laughs> if we get that point, then I think that probably would, doomed yeah. anyway. Dad would but, probably have a lot to say on that. Point. Yeah, because he was the, a beekeeper. Would, yeah, that would scare Dad a bit. It well, there was a while there that I remember. Um, without without bees in the property, we were actually having pollination problems. Yeah, didn't remember that one year. Yeah, Dad actually was, went around and played. He called it playing bee. He yeah, went around. What, and what year was that? There was no bees in the property. It was weird. They it was were gone. About had to be before. Before traveling, I think it's 2004. No, before it got a first storm, right? Yeah. Before homegrown revolution. Yeah, what happened was there was an Africanized bee scare, so they exterminated every bee People were killing bees everywhere. Everywhere. People just sort of panicked, and they were killing swarms of bees that were landed anywhere or in trees or... I think this was before we had our own bees, but... And well, let's clarify. When Dad first moved here, he yeah, had ten hives in the back. Then there's he, a he gap got busy, and then yeah. got gap. Then there's a then there's a couple year gap. And then we, and we couldn't figure out why we couldn't get any pollination. But we figured there was. We heard the uh, through things that they were killing all the wild bees because they were fear of Africanized things. Then we caught our own swarm and had bees ever since. But there was a time now. Dad, dad played bee, and yeah. we would go. He got out, a no, not just Dad. He had us out there with our little well, some people with shake, shake the trees, mm-hmm. and paint brushes. We had. Oh, he would pick. He would pick a blossom of a oh, flower. Yeah. And no, he'd take the branch. I think yeah. he'd take one branch and then just like brush it. Yeah. Like some people do that. They actually you can take cut a branch off, mm-hmm. shake it on another branch, and play bee, and you'll get more technically more fruit. Did that. Mr. Billings used to do that. And, uh, Dad's landscape, but and it, you could tell wherever they pollinated it because they could only reach so high. But um, yeah, so that's, that's scary stuff. You have to go to technology to save thing. But like, I think drones going to deliver packages and pizza or something. <laughs> drones. Amazon. Drones are going to replace everything. Yeah. There's a lot of technology out there. Um, like I said, we have a, a, an interesting mix with us here, too. We have technology, which we're speaking to you um, tonight or from, is because of technology. So, yeah, uh, you lovely, can have a lovely relationship. Mm, you can have a big, long discussion. When do you that. draw the line? Because, I mean, like, people think. When do you draw the B line? <laughs> when do you draw the line? <laughs> we talked about compromise. You brought that up before. Yeah. Like, well, survival, like, what do you do to survival? What do you do for them? I mean, there's my, you will, we will not have microwave. Definitely. That's definitely. What's that app that we won't do? The app? There's an app we won't do? Yeah. What app? Let's see how use it. What's the one? Oh, it's, oh. Instagram? No. Um, no. We have Instagram. No, the other one. Oh, Snapchat? Snapchat. We're <laughs> not doing Snapchat, right? I don't even know what that is. Sorry, I'm pretty. I think I was pretty smart, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't get into. I that. couldn't get behind Twitter a long time ago. So we're on Twitter. We're I know. Twitter. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird. Like I said, love hate because, like you know, people. I like what I do. Love what I do. And but then you like I said, you put a camera or you put. You ask me this point blank question, and it just like. You think you get used to it, but I'm not. I'm not really comfortable in front of all that stuff still today. Uh, it's kind of weird. And then, but but Dad had like I was gonna. I was actually writing a blog post um, right before um, doing the, the podcast 
um, just talking about the France, um, France Five filming, and it said, you know, how it was the first one without Dad, and how he was, you know, um, how he he was so articulate and presenting. Because, you know, they want to know the philosophy. They want to know the why. They want to know the history. They, not just... So we were, you know, in all the... Most of the media pieces, we were auxiliary. I mean, we had our opinions and people asked us questions, but it was it was a little more challenging this time because you had to... I don't know. It didn't have that... We didn't have it... I mean, we didn't have the down. Or, I think at the end of our dinner at the last day, you said... We liked the Lucy, the farm stand customer, because oh, yeah. they were able to hit it off in French. Oh, there's the thing. They had, they had no translator needed. She yeah. just was like... Translation mm-hmm. issues, there was some there. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, I had some issues with that. He was saying something, and we either didn't get the question, mm-hmm. or we it doesn't tired. translate straight to English. Mm-hmm. One of the French farm stand customer came, and was just like, off to go. So, but they had, uh, we had dinner that night, mm-hmm. and then they play music, right? Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Charles was really good. The camera, the camera guy was really good. His name was Charles, and picked up picked up a guitar and Stubal was racehorse in and, French and 500 miles in, in French and did it my way. Did it my way, and he did another one. It was uh, from the from the 1800 war, Napoleonic War. Mm-hmm. So he did about four songs. He kept saying, "Oh, I'm tired," <laughs> and then I said, "Do one more." He said, "No, I'm tired." He would sit down. And then it can't help us up and he popped back up again. Well, they were late because they were supposed to be here at one. Mm-hmm. And got into some sort of car accident, but mm-hmm. they were filming. They were filming the grasses along Orange Grove, mm-hmm. probably one of Wrigley's mansions or mm-hmm. something. And they got the guy hitting them on camera. Mm-hmm. So they were delayed a couple hours and they didn't get everything they wanted to do. Yeah, they missed our bread lady. They missed the bread lady. They didn't do the bees. They didn't do the city of Pasadena. Mm-hmm. So, but. I think they, they, they were invited back and they said they're bringing a, <laughs> their wives and kids so I know and I was talking and, and like I said in the the blog post and like I was writing it said also how how familiar even though I don't know we could be related but not not sure like immediate relation but that the European just we just fit like we feel like they're family it's kind of a weird I don't know if it's because we have Belgian or Spanish and French blood, but when any we meet any European, like I said, our farm stand customers, the and or anybody that comes to the homestead, and for some reason the ones that are from you know Europe just we really we hit it off like long lost cousins or something like that. They are, it is. They I know they are, did, uh, but that did the Brazilian piece. He was there for a couple hours. They were just like yeah, I know that's what I said. I miss Dad because he could have given them a lot of good stuff. Yeah, but they would love those guys. No, we, I mean we did our. I don't. Well, yeah, it's been a while, a lot of yeah. practice, mm-hmm. and Actually, minus, yeah. minus a few. You haven't done a lot of media in a while. It just no in-depth media. No, we haven't. It's you get out of practice. You get kind of like you're stuck in this one focus, and then to actually, you know, kind of like what we struggle with this podcast to actually dredge your brain to mm-hmm. actually get all that information out. It's, I'm I'm <laughs> focusing this way, and then the media is like how, and you cut you just like oh, you know, it's. You have to go back, and then you're missing stuff because, you know, your brain is like light years this way, and well, it's a little hard to get back into your brain a little bit. How'd you start? It's like wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, short story, long story. I don't know where do you want me to begin. And, it's and a little then the hard reason to why do. and why are you doing this and and you know what? Are, what why? Are, There's yeah. a bazillion reasons why. <laughs> Which one do you want me to say? It's a little hard to do to and focus. The language barrier was a little bit. But. They like the place and they take a lot of pictures. And it's uh, air sometime in October. Yeah, uh, sometime in October it'll air. It's the France's um, basically their their public yeah. broadcast. He says when he said it, he said it also will air in Belgium. So maybe some of our relatives will continue. <laughs> <laughs> I know those guys. Oh, well. <coughs> so with our name, we're all related. Yeah. But um, but he said de cognac derbes, which was the which was the nursery? He said Conic. The Conic, yeah, he was almost like Smith. Yeah. So he's like, that's a common name. So, so yeah, we're learning, you know, we, we learn a lot about our history too. Just, but it does, like I said, they feel like long lost cousins. It really does. And then they said, you know what he told me? He said, um, oh, I love coming to America because he said, you guys are, the Americans are so 
easy to interview on camera. He said, <laughs> he said when I go to France, he's clear at I, you. I, I and he says, they, it's like, he says, very challenging. Americans I was like, well, that's, open. and then I'm like, no, that's us. I, I mean, yes, we're Americans, but we have that thing where you put it, he's like, I can't get interviews and interviews like pulling teeth, basically like pulling teeth in France because he said, you put a camera and they're just like standing there and he's like, here in America, like, talk, talk, talk. I was like, maybe that's why when we put a camera or, or put a mic in for us, we were just like, record. you know, we're just like, uh, <laughs> everything goes silent. Completely petrified. Huh? Completely petrified, deer in headlights. Too many, too much stuff in your head. Yeah. Live in your head. Yeah. I think you gotta enunciate. <laughs> Speak louder, loosen up. Says, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Focus That's what a little more. I've been more. told. Get past a couple notes. <laughs> speak clearly, speak loud. Couple glares, past your way. Glares, yeah. <laughs> you can't see the glares on a podcast. Is glares or just like the look? The look. The look. It's not a glare, it's the look. Uh, shut up look? <laughs> no. Not yet. No, the not yet. Because no. we have to fill up an hour. There's no shut up. You need my help, you there was, yeah. uh, I thought, what's funny, what happened last week. What was it? I think it was mentioned on the podcast. The last podcast. You told me, I didn't know, that one of our major um, catering clients ordered 14 pounds of nasturtiums. 18. 18, 18 pounds, pounds of nasturtiums. nasturtiums. So I'm just like, those things don't weigh anything. I'm, I'm like, that's going to take a whole day to pick. Because... I'm assuming, and we all are assuming, they're using them for, you know, looks. So, Justin, Anise, and I, was it Friday morning? Well, yeah, I, tried, I tried picking, to pack. Picking, picking, I tried to pack them in a clamshell. Yeah, because we do nice. We do nice. We're thinking that we, when that restaurant well, usually that orders. Bad. I should have Well, when that restaurant them. usually orders, they usually order the the high-quality look garnish for platter Because they can get the cheap stuff off the, you know, from purveyors for cooking. They don't usually use us for cooking. They use us for the high-quality Beautiful stuff. Display. Display. So we're doing 18 pounds of nasturtiums, packing them. Size. Yeah, I said, yeah, I did ask him size. size. So we're packing them one by one. I'm just sitting there going, this is insane. So this about three inches thick with nasturtium leaves, Mm -hmm. half a pound. Yeah. So I'm like, we're going to be here forever. I mean, we were just picking and picking. And I was going through because around this season, if you flip over the nasturtium leaves, they get little aphids. So I had to make sure there's no aphids. And then I was looking for good because they they get bleached out in the sun. So I'm like, Man, we're going to be here forever. So the driver usually comes, picks up the order. He shows up early to you pick up. For the rest of his order. For the other order that we had already Plus packed. The and we're like, we haven't done the nasturtiums. And Nisi, I think Annie said something about, so is this like a fancy party? He's like, oh, we're making nasturtium soup. Oh, and right. I'm in the live dining room. I'm just like, Oh, what did you I was tell like, thank us? you. You made our. Said, I'm like, go get a head trimmer he and said, a trash bag. No, he said they should have told you. I said, okay, well, that make our job easier. You be back an hour. We'll yeah, because I'm just like, just head trimmer and the price just went down. Yeah, just head trimmer the whole thing and pack it in a bag because I just I, I was in the dining room and I just but went. Entire, are you kidding me? The thing with nasturtiums, the entire plant is out of yeah, so we Meat, just, damn, like soup, here spot. you go. We just cut it down. <laughs> it, it still took four boxes. Uh-huh. Four wax boxes. Yeah, he said, he said, we're just going to blend it. And I, I was just like, I just it spent still, four took, hours picking uh, the starch and leaves. <laughs> 36 bags? Yeah, that's still a lot. 18 bags. So but up, yeah, I mean, but I didn't have to, besides the aphids, I didn't really have to care about how they looked because he was just going to blend them. Nasturtium soup. And I was, I think I just kind of groaned. I was like, why didn't you? So apparently, because they're a catering company, somebody requested that, which is kind of interesting. So, so yeah. Sort of, but you don't know how much they weigh to pack three inches of them in a clamshell. Like, I know. Pound, Four so hours in the, 30, in the, in the sun. 36 more Justin boxes. Justin kept muttering. Oh, we're going to be here forever. I just said, I said, oh, this is insane. Is one this thick. <laughs> Well, muttering maybe some other little things yeah. in the chain, but, but I was because I was the, I was picking. I would pick whole Rubbermaids for him, bring it to Justin, and he'd be like, like four ounces. you know, fourteen more." I'm just like. <laughs> well, the thing is, the nasturtiums don't weigh anything, but the stems, yeah, the stems weigh something. So after he told us that, it was just like, "All right, where's the clippers?" Yeah. 
Be back in an hour. We'll yeah. yeah, I mean, I could just—I was, was seeing myself was a whole a day. Lot. It was yeah. still a lot. Still I don't think they realized how much. No, I, my guess is they didn't even use half. I they might have used the rest for garnish. <laughs> the nice ones that you picked, they might have garnished yeah. it. But that was brutal because I said, oh, they look like a lot out there, and then you start mm -mm. weighing them. Because you're looking for, and no. I, I was usually I'm pretty patient, but I was just like, we're going to be here for. But then I think it was like four hours. Yeah. yeah, we took them in bunches and weighed them. Yeah. Ended up at 18 bags, basically 18 bags, 18 pounds. Yeah, so versus some, 36 yeah. clamshells of yeah, yeah we just didn't expect them because they usually pay the pr premium price to us for the nice stuff so we just went into the oh you want garnish I'm like 14 pounds in the starship leaves what are they covering tables with it yeah so we sell the odd stuff Rumex bronze fennel fennel yeah. tea shoots lion's mane blue basil and they and you grow stuff all year in the order at one time. That's just like, yeah, and then the ice cream, the local ice cream shop is uh, put in their first order for Lemvervena so they can make their Lemvervena signature and I guess locally famous Lemvervena ice cream. So they ordered three pounds on uh, Wednesday. So we'll remember. I remember because I said I remember going to the farmer's market and seeing her little little um, booth. table booth. And she was giving out samples. I think it was lavender or something. It, yeah, lavender. She said lemon bean. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm eating it. And she's like, oh, you know, I start, you know, I was asking her, like, hey, you know, she's like, I'm new, just making ice cream, trying to find, trying to find you know. And I was like, hey, I said, we're local farm. We have lemon bean. And she gave me her card. And and then, um, yeah, and then she started using our, um, our lemon bean. But still, three three pounds of lemon bean is. It's Oh, it's a huge bag. Yeah, and we're getting it from our 25-year-old lemon verbena tree. So that thing is how that thing is. Yeah, but still, still. But you don't want to hack it. No. You don't want to. Then they yeah, use some mints. Sometimes our mints um, and our roses, definitely, because ro organic roses are hard to find. So their rose petal ice cream like and their lemon verbena definitely come from. Well, because dead. So uh, the roses that Dad selected. Which we know are not not so much the hybrid roses. You have to have roses that smell like something mm -hmm. to actually have taste. So a lot of the beautiful roses out there, you go up to them, they, they don't have smell no like smell. anything. You can't mm -hmm. cook with them. You know, there would just be nothing. So you have to find the old tea roses or the old antique roses and grow those. And they, if they have deep smell, then you can actually taste them. So that's what we, we chose, those. And that's, we won't have the beautiful, you know, fancy roses that you find in like some arboretum, but... We have the we have the roses that taste like something. When we did the hoot nannies, I'd make a lot of drinks out of the roses as well. What were some of the favorite drinks that people enjoy? Oh, rose petal guava. Yeah, citrus which, mint punch. Oh, the citrus mint punch. People. There's a secret in that one, which I want to give away. A lady kept coming and she's like, I've been trying to replicate your citrus mint punch, and I cannot. I gave her the secret, and I told her, if you tell anyone, I'm gonna have to kill you. Um, <laughs> so I told her, but it's a secret. If there's something you have to add to Stay it to give it that one taste that nobody can figure it out, but it was demanded. I think one lady actually cried when I was out of it. <laughs> I felt so bad. Jordy. Oh boy. What people do, I mean, literally in tears. Uh, yeah, literally in tears for, you know, good food. Um, and I saw one place that, you know, it was at the <clears throat> at the cafe today, and I saw um, they have now, I forgot to take a picture of it, because I said, you have that idea is to do <clears throat> membership for a year. So for a year, your membership will include, you know, farm to table, 20% um, off purchases, and stuff like that, uh, you know, 10% off classes. And I was like, I oh, have yeah. to hire people for that, because <clears throat> we're already I know, I said, we had that idea, we had that idea, so might be something to to re-look re at again. I mean, <laughs> Is that a word? Re-look? No. No. Come on, help me. Re-examine? Re-examine. Uh, or revisit. Revisit. I'm making up words now. Oh, it's so brilliant now. <laughs> we do make up words now, FYI. Mm. This is oh. the backwoods hickiness. Yeah, so. I didn't know story. I made up words. That's a whole other story. <laughs> we actually... Oh, tongue is a word. Tumped is an is actual word. And spritz? But no, tumps is, tumped is a word. Tumped is a word. You, you tumped dumped it. And you, you and turned you over turned and dumped it. it. So it's tumped. It's tumped. <laughs> you tumped the bucket. And nobody knew what the heck I was saying. Said, Don't tump the bucket. So how'd you find it? It's not a word. You it's not a word, it, but you it's said it, it is. It is a word now. <laughs> to us it is. <laughs> it's not a word. 
<laughs> There's no such thing as tucked. Then the other guy said spritz. But a duck spritz and turned. Spritz. Turned and dumped. <laughs> spritz with water? Yeah. I said no such word. It's it's a word, isn't it? Spritz. I thought spritz. so. Yeah. And oh, said, I know. No, he who took, was that, a media guy? No, he took the us guy a said we oh. spritz, the, spritz the flowers. Oh, he said flowers no such word. No, what's he said with spritz? It's like, spritz the flowers with water. No such word is a word like that. <laughs> but tumped, tumped is all. Yeah. And Chester was the one that never, never Chester. could understand that. Go into your Chester. Even even my parents didn't know what that. I was. mean, I'm well as a kid growing up. I'd say don't tump it, and they just did not know what I was saying, and I could not understand why anybody couldn't understand it. Don't it, tump it. You turn it over. Don't and tump, tump it, the so load. Don't tump it. <laughs> My best friend, she just always gets on my case. I'm like, don't tub it. She's just like, that's not a word. I'm like, it is. There's another one besides spritz. Yeah, no? I don't know. I think splotcha. Splotch or spritz? I can't remember. There's another one. Well, it'll come out. Talk to us long enough and you'll stare at us and go, yeah, what one, are you one? saying? Both our dad and mom had no idea what we were talking about when we said Chester. <laughs> You know, Chester, it was a Chester. You moved Chester drawers. <laughs> a Chester drawers. A Chester. It made sense for us. Well, kids were like, this is a Chester. <laughs> Nobody had any idea what we were saying, but it was a Chester drawers. It was a Chester. I don't know, it makes sense to us. How language is foreign. What was Southern transplants? <laughs> no, that's not even Southern. We made up our own language. Hey, they know Southern. Clutamins? Okay, well, that's not even in the dictionary except it's a mountain word, so there are words. I have to find out why we say some Mount, of the things we Mount, say. There's a couple other things we dictionary. say. There's a couple other things we say that is not not really found yeah. anywhere. Then Papa would say... Zidi- uh, Zitiket. What is this Zitiket? Grandma would say Zitiket. Every, every child of every no, endearment. Zitiket. Zitiket. Every, every, uh, hey, Zitiket. Yeah, and Zudikin. And he called, she, uh, it, it would embarrass me to no end. When Zudikin? She, she would call me Zudikin. In the store. In the store. I just was like, that's not my name. It was a term of endearment. It's a Flemish term. And she would just say, hey, Zudikin. Who was like, that's not my name. I already had a hard enough time as a name as I had. But then, but then, like, then she, she would interchange between your name, Akin. Uh-huh. So, Zudanikin. Yeah. Or Zudikin. Yeah. Yeah, and then Papa would say, that's a putt. You put something in front of me. What's this, that's a putt? Because we were vegetarians, so we didn't quite The longest time I had did not know that nobody knew really what that, that's a putt. It's that's a putt. What's that's it, a, what's that's a putt? It's a actual it's a, a dish. It's like a goulash of It's an actual dish, dish in Flemish. Flemish. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a, it's a dish of good stuff or bad it's stuff? It's good stuff. It's just oh. a mix of, it's a, like. It's a mix. So he, but he would say. Generally, it's like goulash. So basically, yeah, he would say, what's this mix? Like, mm-hmm. that's a putt. Yeah. yeah, well, it's friendly for family, whatever, versus yeah. <laughs> the other word. But, um, yeah, back then there was not much choices for vegetarians. No. Now it's like There's everything good is... Stuff. I remember when we ate stuff and we were vegetarian before there was good stuff, like Justin said. And mm-hmm. we'd go into the health food store, these little backwards health, health food stores, and we'd buy something. And because, you know, it was... It was a long time ago. I remember squeezing like these uh, protein bars, and the worms would come out. Yeah, because they it's would be on the shelf pretty. so long. Because it'd be on the shelf so long. And I no mean, we were eating vegetarian and before. No preservatives. It was no preservatives. I remember we ate stuff that because it was these back. No, there were just woods little little health food stores because you couldn't find anything to eat. Well, especially in Florida. Okay. Rare. We're health food store, hard. and I remember going after church. We would go to this health food store and it was literally like <laughs> you'd like blow the, the dust wall. off stuff it was so small but we would go there and get we would get um smoothies or juice i remember dad would go and get these probably were like jamba juice three days where it had all this good stuff protein yeah protein and bananas and and we would get that and i remember him getting a bar or two but i don't exactly remember what the bar was but we'd go and it was like a, but it was a rinky dink hole in the wall and then there was... It wasn't any... Was, every time you ate something that was... 
like a garden burger. It was just like, mm. oh, this is yeah. horrible. It was pretty well. Now it's like good stuff. But there, I mean, it was people like, oh, I'm going vegetarian. When we first like, moved out here, then it was that, that restaurant, the Good Earth. No, that Mrs. was amazing. Gushies. And Mrs. Mrs. Gushies. Good Earth was the only time I had and really granny, good vegetarian granny, food that we did. Granny's, granny's Pantry. Granny's She's pantry. still around. It's pretty prehistoric stuff. Yeah. Nowadays it's like. Now it's easy. Everybody's got to find. They're like, oh, great vegetarian. I'm like, yeah, you didn't grow up that way. So speaking of vegetarian, so a friend of ours, um, <clears throat> like, t- was like, you took Justin out for his birthday and said, you got to try these jackfruit tacos. There's a taco truck in Highland Park. Park's on the side of the road. Has the vegan tacos. You got to try the jackfruit. And I've never had jackfruit, so I was like, okay. You we know. tried it a long time ago, but off, in the raw, off in the, the raw tree. Form. In the raw form. Oh, raw form. Okay. Exotica. Exotica uh, nursery. We ate jack. I knew what jackfruit oh, okay. was. I had so. tasted it, but mm-hmm. I haven't tasted it in a meal. In a meal. Because, so. But soy, because soy's got issues. Yeah, soy has... You want to stay away from soy. Well, long story on that one. Processed soy. The original mm. way of eating soy, yeah. soy is fine. So, so we went to the taco truck on parked, and he, he was pre- I think he's pretty... I mean, it was a line. It was... It was the weekend. So. Yeah, the weekend. It was lying, so we had it. It was really good. So, but the friend challenged me to say, I said, oh, I could probably make these at home. So she gave me um, two jars of canned jackfruit and and with a challenge of trying to recreate the jackfruit truck, uh, jackfruit tacos from the, um, the food truck. So I did that, and it's pretty good, I think. I did it again today. Um, it's better it's, sometimes than soy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it lighter. Tastes it tastes better. better. I soaked it in um, signature jackfruit, cut it up. Soaked it in lemon juice and some um, some lemon juice and some what, um, cumin. Cumin, yeah. And then I added so, like a um, some su- spices like um, chili powder paprika. and paprika and brown sugar, and then made like a sauce and fried it up with the olive oil. It was really good. And then the other one, Dad, like the mushroom meat substitute. Corn. They had corn. Corn, mm-hmm. the chicken, chicken and mm-hmm. uh, chicken substitute, and veggie patties that were yeah. yeah, You still have to watch out with the Any, anything. Like I said, I always have to still read the labels because all like monosodium glutamate or things can be still disguised as what they call it natural, natural flavorings. Something yeast extract or a yeast extract. I think it's a yeast extract. So you still have to watch out. And then there was one we used to buy this product. And then we found out it was like all GMO, and I was just like, yeah, oh, not great, a, you know. Natural is is a very... It's all genetically modified. So we try to avoid genetically modified foods, and we still eat genetically modified food. It's tough. You can't help. I mean, so you go over people's house, you you are out. It's there, you know, and all the time. Luckily for us, we don't have any food allergies that I know of. <clears throat> so, I had a bad reaction one time to these grapes. I don't know why... Never, not not to any other grapes. I wonder if they were sprayed. Which one was those? Remember that time I was doing it. Yeah, but drinks? where did we give them from? But um, mm-hmm. they were they were like brought in, and mm-hmm. I just could not. I like the first time I've ever felt an allergic reaction. No, to yeah, you couldn't breathe, right? Yeah, I couldn't breathe, and I was like, I've never had allergy for anything. I just, mm-hmm. and then I've eaten grapes since, mm-hmm. but those one grapes were, I was just itching so bad, and I wonder mm-hmm. what was on them. Mm-hmm. I've never had it. I don't have allergic reactions to anything. I've been so grateful not to be allergic to anything. It's hard to, I mean, like I said, still, you still have to be vigilant in checking, even when you shop at natural food stores or whatever, because there's stuff that slips in and and you're not, and you can't, you just think it's fine or they change. They, 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 They 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 sold the company and then, but you're still buying the thing, thinking it's the same thing, but then. There was a bread company that we used to partner with. There was a bread company we used to partner with. And we ate the bread. It was one of the best bread ever. Uh And this was a guy who just was really passionate about bread. Uh And we brought his bread and we put it in the farm boxes and everything. And then they sold out. Yeah, he sold And then his, it's sold just his not the same. Mm-hmm. It was I mean, so bad, and we're like, we're questioning whether it was organic. Everything had changed about it. It did not have the same... Mm-hmm. And you think sourcing you just, issues yeah. on some things. Yeah, we were just discussing about that today, because one of our suppliers, um, Family Farm, who, Family Farm that grew strawberries and a lot of the heirloom tomatoes and stuff. Ten years? Oh, no. Oh, I mean, they've been in business no, since we, the 80s. No, we've been buying them for ten years. Oh, yeah. 
and they because of the drought they said enough so they sold out and then the other farm that we've been dealing with he sold out so we have a little we're having an issue because now we have farm box subscribers and they're wanting of fruit. we have a shortage Slut of fruit time. so i'm trying to either off the go and do some recon at, at a farmer's market and say hey you know i mean somebody you need for jam too because we, we might to need to plug in with some uh an, we're looking for because the the farms that we lost were our main suppliers for avocados citrus and strawberries and strawberries we grow stuff but we're not enough to and actually supply fruit. a massive amount yeah. of farm boxes yeah, so, so we're on the lookout for that and they have to be organic and they have to we be have, we have avocados for two months out of the year yeah but if you want avocados for the rest of the year yeah so then we have blood oranges but we got used to what happened was we had that routine we were like the farmers the farms were there the farmers were there and it was like oh we bring in your stuff now two farms minus two farms were sort of scrambling okay now how you know one for we? the drought well, some to drought some mm -hmm. to retire some mm -hmm. to just the water bill was so high yeah and they just but then when you look for farms when you, okay ones. no when you look for farms one that's hard number two organic fruit and organic avocados yeah. so it's a challenge just to find it. and local you know you're not gonna you want them to be within driving distance yeah. You know, but, so. but then they have issues with customers want things year round, and that's yeah. not going to work no matter what. And then you have to educate the customer what's in season and what's not in season. So I think we talked about that before, but still have issues with the, because of the drought and because the old um, Gabriel can talk about it too a little bit. Um, he said that's changed because people are retiring. Mm -hmm. And people going out of business, so it's, it's not as easy as it sounds. You know, it looks, yeah. It's 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 a challenge. I mean, like I said, people were selling. What? How many avocado farms are for sale? Citrus farm. They're just like we're out of here. Yeah, it's tough yeah. business. Tough business. So. Like not many people do it. Yeah. So what else we got? And then, uh, so what's on the agenda for? You're looking at um, improving. We have some rescued hens mm -hmm. that people um, couldn't take anymore, so we're trying to find a uh, or like a decent coop. Yeah, I mean, every coop, people keep asking what's the best coop to buy, and there's a lot of really cheap stuff online that doesn't last. And everything that's quality costs money, I'm, and every coop has to be custom adjusted to your place. Um, so there's this area that. I was gonna put some rescued hens and I've been staring at it for a while and my brain just walks in this way of like, oh, I want the coop to do this and this and this. And I've gone online because I was trying to figure out if I should endorse or back a coop company because I keep getting ass and I just, I keep responding, you have to build your own, but it might be good to just actually, you know, go behind a company and say, you know, this is one that is quality and it will last and it's, and it's done right because a lot of coops are not built no, when you get them, like we've seen a couple, and we're like, really? I have a bunch of them because I get, you know, I do get, I inherit or dump them. Somebody moves. Yeah, somebody moves, and like here's a coop, and I've got like five of them, and I'm just like a coop, like little house. Yeah, and they'll, you know, you can spend three, they'll worth three to four hundred dollars, and I'm just like, this is crap. They don't even know how to. These people building these houses and selling them to city backyard people, and and they don't, yeah, they don't know how to actually. Where, you know, make a place for a chicken to be happy in, and so I'm. I've kind of been doing a little research for the last. Like, if there was a company I absolutely support, you know, which one would I do? And so far, I haven't found any. And um, sometimes I wonder if I should just write, write a carpenter and say, "Here's my design. Could you recreate it somehow?" You know, and this is the way I see it. I've gone to him like, "That's that good, but that's not that good." Yeah, Dad customized ours, and I like the way it runs. But yeah, having used it for the last ten years, I think there's some improvements that I could make. And mm -hmm. it's just like my brain's it's always, tweaking, tweaking. yeah, tweaking. My brain's like, "Hey, this is better, and this is better, and this is better." And I haven't found a company that, when I teach the chicken classes, and people, they just if they don't have the skills to build one. They want to buy one, and I haven't found company that I can stand behind in product and in coop um, because I, I have quality. I, I'm not going to sell something that I don't think is right. Yeah, I know because there's some issues. Like we we come up against some things. It's like 
<clears throat> you know, um, you know, kitchens. I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, we have so much kitchen waste, but our kitchen has not much the counter space or not, you know, and one of those little, you know, compost compost keepers, uh, keepers on top of a gallon one. I mean, it's great, but it doesn't last that long. I was like, oh, or so was, you know, one that's between that and a garbage can. Well, they have yeah. some really good the, products that are electric. But then you can't keep that long, otherwise it gets the kitchen, stinky. The kitchen's so old that there's no outlets. Yeah, I know No that. outlets for a coffee maker uh-huh. and a toaster. No, it's so old. Well, the anyway. well, they yeah. have. I've seen some new compost system come out, whether like electrified ones that actually yeah in see, the kitchen. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I was like, it's electric, but maybe it might be worth it. Yeah. And one of the other thing was because we often gotten a little busier in life, in a little bit more not scattered, but kind of doing a little bit more, and I'm kind of researching a little bit of an automatic chicken door opener mm-hmm. and closer so that. Um, not so tied to homestead, which is when I do my classes, I tell people, you might want to look into it. Then they're like, what company? What product? I'm like, I don't know. I have to low look. Yeah. I was actually looking at them this it morning because some of them are electrified, which is if you don't have an outlet, you're out of luck. Some of them are solar, but I don't trust a lot of the cheap solar panels out there. They just don't like, you know, mm-hmm. every try those solar lights, they just yeah. give out in two years. And one of them I found was in the UK was battery operated. And that one I'm kind of leaning to. And I was going to try to write them and see what they had. But so one of, and with the, with the rescued hens and kind of off on another property. And sometimes you might not be able to get up there all the time. And so kind of it may be a little bit more efficient. Yeah. Our homestead chickens are pretty the secure. They're, they're like set, but people are always saying hey you know well, I one of these, eggs, yeah. chicken and then you, you get them you get two chickens with their coop and then you get another bird oh they dump theirs off with their little thing so it's like a hodgepodge and we're like okay really need to put them all together and, and put one them of in. the reasons why i started accepting chickens and i do have limitations on the ages because they if you're going to give me a you know six seven year old chicken i just mm-hmm. it's not if efficient for me to adopt animals that are not going to produce unless you had a lot of land unless i had a lot of land then it'd be fine but i've taken in they're usually around three two to four years of age which i'll take no in. no older than four no older than four i mean i i prefer the younger ones mm-hmm. um sorry but that's mm-hmm. just you know i have to be i have to be efficient and i, I started taking in rescue hens simply because again um i think i mentioned on a podcast before i don't stand behind any hatchery because um, of the practices of how they treat the male chicks that are, that are hatched. Um, so my policy these days is to adopt younger pullets and chickens and not order from the hatchery so much. And um, so that's how it's been. So I, I've kept an ear out and an eye out for younger hens and homes. homes yeah. And that's why, and then I'm just, I'm putting them on this property and I have to get it. I have to get a decent coop that's a little more secure than the homestead. The homestead's the backyard is secure, and that's what makes the coop secure as well. But this other property is not so secure. It's 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 a risk and a liability. And I, I, using our neighbors. Yeah, using our neighbors' for, property, mm-hmm. and um, I have to for overflow homestead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Homesteading overflow. It's, the, it's like yeah. an annex. <laughs> we've we've uh, annexed. <laughs> A bit of a property yeah, to yeah. help handle it. We've we've annexed our neighbor's properties over many years. We did the next door. Yeah. We did next door for the longest time. Like there was an old there was an old woman living in the front house and a, like a gentleman that just kind of kept to himself in the back and we just like the fence line had blurred for many oh. many years. I mean, I wish you had photos of that garden. It was beautiful. I mean, it was like wildflowers. Yeah, and pathways. I mean, the, I had taken over the entire and no, I No, and just, when we gave tours, you know, when we gave tours, we would we would take cuz we mm-hmm. had the little gate in the side, we'd say, "Excuse me, we tour mm-hmm. and we give tours of his yard." Yeah, so this there was this neighbor's house and then I did the whole yard there and we just annexed it we just kept moving took out the grass mm-hmm. and and then it sold and we i dug up all my plants and brought it back yeah that was and then we annexed another neighbor's property <laughs> so i've always you know we've always annexed neighbor's properties um i was the kind of kid that any friend i had made a friend in the neighborhood yeah, that was the i was always like bringing cuttings over and putting in the yard you had the Every winter, it had the rain bring up all the water. Yeah, we didn't have to water. I mean, it was, you know. I annexed people's places with plants. <laughs> I remember when I made a new friend in the neighborhood, and I brought up cuttings. 
and planted them all in front of a porch. They're still there. I'm just like, I've always been that kid that planted in people's yards. So you can also find, you found something on the side of the road today? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're always hauling I'm trying to get rid of junk, and I just hauled something home. Chest of drawers or sideboard? Or it was a sideboard, but it was why I brought it home, because it was decent wood. Solid wood. It was solid wood. And I'm not quite sure if I'm just going to marine paint it and put it outside and have fun. Yeah, a lot of couple, I, I like to want to do some colors on the homestead, like some quirky Blue things. And red. So as we did those canning, canning lid flowers, which are pretty quirky, and when I um, paint some like tables and stuff like teal or turquoise and yeah and, and so marine paint color, i gotta get because it's gonna be outside. be outside but that's that's another pinterest project for another day <laughs> i did I, i've done things with uh palettes <laughs> i have to actually fix that yeah. which yeah. i wanted to show oh, you oh and we have we, we hung up we hung i'm up. not crazy see i was gonna say that i was what just gonna it? point to that the bed strings <laughs> i'm not see? crazy we had five of them now and everybody's like ooh. i'm like see i'm not I just crazy was pointing I, I, didn't justified. Know you, I didn't even know you were gonna pull that up yeah i'm did, justified to they're all here did you explain what happened you got an old mattress well that's from my mom that's you from my grandma's place yeah from okay. mayor's place in new orleans took, we hauled home see they all, all up there all the way to here and you took it apart yeah all the stuffing and all the and we use the core, or what is that? The choir, choir for um, your your uh, pallet fencing for the native uh, mm -hmm. for the succulents. Mm -hmm. And then we hung up the bed springs on well, the you back. Said I have to. On Etsy for yeah, timber. yeah. Uh -huh. no, the each coil. The, the each, each coil, coil was I have one other one, and that's what I was like justified. It's a lamp. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting. There's I'm not crazy. Yeah, there's there's another one. I let you throw away one. <laughs> No, I was yeah, no, there was no, no there was one. mattress that had yours. I could have taken that one, but I, I was a good girl and I didn't haul junk home. <laughs> that was very, very good. <laughs> we'll see if it works. Grow some on it. Well, it I was trying to figure out what would grow in the shade under the avocado, so yeah, I was yeah, thinking. It's hard. I know. I might have to move it to oh, the sun. Many photi? Oh, you have to, that would be huge. I mean, that the would be. The is, it's root bound. You have to cut out a bit uh. of it. It cannot, that pot is just. Mauve or spinach? It's meat sun. Mm. We'll figure it out. Oh, it just turned into a light. Or we could just hang quirky stuff. Yeah. Or we can hang quirky stuff on the, on the, on the, turn on the outside. It's it into a light. I got all those lights. Which lights? The ones that I had up the street near that pile of white lights. Oh. Those are, that's what they wore. Oh. And then they, they put them. And they hung as like chandelier, and they had the whole the stage was lit up that way. I wish, yeah, I wish I had enough, enough time in the day to do everything. <laughs> okay, besides the homestead and the garden, there's all the craft projects. Like, oh, we we have them a little pile. It's like, oh, that's going to be a lamp. But yeah. Not the yet. people are like, what is this doing here? I'm like, no, it's not, I see it. I just haven't got to it. Just gotcha. leave it. It's, it's, it's junk. junk. No, what is it? Leave it. <laughs> I'm, I swear. It would be something when I get to it. Mm -hmm. I see it in my head, mm -hmm. but it looks bad. Yeah. I see it in my head. Mm -hmm. Just leave it there. It's One day I'll get to it. Storing it till you get problem. So um, you've seen the results after a while. You've seen a made a closet out of shutters. <laughs> that was that was pretty. Oh, and people think like I said, we posted it and and people took your idea of the uh, the mirror one. That was pretty. Uh, you took a. Um, a frame and you put chicken wire which is pretty fun and then you put all your little you know, hair flowers which I always wear yeah. Yeah. no the, the hair the one I put all the I have all those hair flowers I wear and I just they're all in a pile yeah. and I just strung them up well so I guess we'll uh, wrap it up for today um, we want to also hear like we want to hear and like to hear feedback from our listeners um, what you guys want us to talk about or not talk about. or not talk about and tell us to <laughs> so, um, Launch day is coming. Yes, launch. Yes, it's, it's two and a half weeks, I think. And um, so, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life back into the land. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Singing, oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The urban home.
Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We've come to the end of this show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in again. Until next time, this is Annie's Justin. Jordan. Keep, Keep on growing. On. Oh, 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 help the garden grow. Sing it.